Well, we want to welcome Jason Hubbard uh, to our radio broadcast this morning. Jason is our day chaplain, and Jason, we're always glad to have you on. Thank you for having me. You know, Jason, before we actually started broadcasting, we were just kind of talking about some things, and you brought to my attention it's been 20 years that you've been familiar or at the Haven Arrest Ministries. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, July 28, 2001, uh, I had come to uh, my wits end with with my addiction. Uh, I was suicidal at the time. I was severely strung out on uh, cocaine and alcohol. Uh, It was actually a suicide attempt that that had led me to to come here. And I, I remember uh, after I was here for a few days, uh, Louis McClatt, uh, one of our staff members here, had mm-hmm. been sharing the gospel with me and things. And uh, uh, then we had a little Mennonite man named Al who had come in and done chapel service. Uh, and, and the Lord used him mightily uh, to convict me of my sin and allowed me to see my need for a Savior. And uh, I went out to the front desk and I said, Louis, Louis, I said, I just asked Christ to be my Savior. And he's like, hey, yeah, great, bro. What does that mean? And I went... <laughs> I don't have any idea. And uh, he goes, maybe you need to look at our men's residential program. And, and I said, how long is this program? He goes, nine months to a year. And I went, there is no way I can do nine months to a year. Uh, and, and I was right because it's now been 20 That's years. It's just and amazing. It is amazing. And God has just been so faithful. Uh, been a lot of ups and a lot of downs during that 20 years. But uh, I am so thankful to still be here. You know, Jason, I think back 20 years ago, uh, you know, I've been here 24 years. I think of some of the people that were working uh, who was a chaplain at that time. I think of Gary Meeks. Gary Meeks played a huge role in your life. Yeah, uh, around my house, that's Grandpa Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my daughter is named after his wife, Lola, you know, and, and I can't stress how important of a role that Gary played in my life growing up fatherless uh the only positive man i had in my life was my foster dad uh and not having any relationship with him after i left the foster home you know and then having that relationship with with gary uh i was just so thankful for that and not only him but i I would also say ernie bloom yes you know wow (laughs) that's that's all i can say about ernie it's just just wow he was uh him and gary are, are two of the men who were uh, vital in teaching me the Bible and to have a love for God and to have a love for His Word and to uh, the priority that that needs to play in my life. Well, you know, who would have known, Jason, 20 years ago, Gary Meeks was a day chaplain. Who would have known, except only the Lord, that you would take over Gary's position as as the day chaplain? Yeah, it's, it's just mind-blowing, you know, uh, at, at, at that point. Uh, I was 26 years old, and I would have never had thought about being in the ministry or anything like that. But, but we're thankful that we serve a God who is beyond time there, and, and that God knew what he was doing in that. And uh, who knows what some of the men that are here now, yes. uh, what, what role God's going to play in their life moving forward from here. I, th- I think about that even in, in my time here. Uh, on our men's division staff, there are several men uh, that I've had the opportunity to be able to come alongside and help encourage and disciple through who are now staff members here. And I'm just thankful, thankful for that. I'm thankful for the victory that we have in Christ. Amen. Uh, I know that currently we're toying with the idea of uh, 
Traditionally, our program has just been called the Men's Residential Program. Yes. Uh, however, we're looking at the idea of uh, transitioning from that name to uh, our Conquerors, Conquerors Residential yes. Program because mm-hmm. in Christ we are more than conquerors. And, and But that's only because of being in Christ and, and that relationship with him. And, and it's so cool because one of, one of the great things that Bible College did for me was instill in me a love for the local church and the priority of the local church. Uh, and now to be able to instill in the men the role that the local church plays in their lives. Uh, so re- recently, within the last month or so, uh, we've had four of our men get baptized through the local church. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we have, we're having men's ministries come alongside us now and to help mentor and disciple our men. And, and sometimes I think we can get lost on those words when we start to talk about mentoring or discipling. A lot of times as, as men, we can feel as though, who am I to do that? And in reality, what we're talking about is just being a helper, Absolutely. coming alongside somebody and just helping them walk through through this life of building relationship, of just having dinner and conversation and modeling what it means to be uh, a godly parent, a godly husband, <clears throat> a godly employee, just all of those things. And, and each of us as men can do that if we're willing to allow the Lord to work in our lives as well. Well, you know, Jason, you, you touch on some... Some key topics here. You know, 20 years ago, when you came in, the program looks different today. I think it looks a lot different. And one of the things that you talked about here was the importance of the church and the mentorship. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the change? I know you mentioned about uh, the possibility of the the resident program being changed to the Conqueror, which I love that name. But what have you seen since you've been here for 20 years, seen some of the changes when you were in the program? And because there's been some really, I consider, very good changes to the program. So in my own personal walk with the Lord, uh, after I had been on the program for a pretty significant amount of time, I knew that I needed some men outside of Haven of Rest. Uh, Because that's one of the things that we try to stress with the men is uh, this program is not about Haven of Rest. This program is about our relationship with Christ and pointing others toward Christ. And and one of the phrases that I use with the men uh, all the time is that that we are simply to be a springboard for the rest of your life. And and what we have asked of our guys is not merely to go in and sit in on a service on Sunday mornings, but get connected with a small group. And so that's actually one of the requirements that we have on the program is that that men get connected in a small group. And then by the time that men are here for six months, they need to have found a mentor through the local church. And and, and that's just somebody who has been walking with the Lord for a while and has a little bit more of a season of life. And and it's really kind of interesting in, in how that developed. A few years ago, we tried to find mentors for our residents. Yep. Uh, and, and that didn't really work out mm-hmm. as well. But then whenever we began to tell the men that they personally needed to find a mentor through their local church, that thing just began to develop. And, and there's a particular church here in the area where several of our men got connected with, and it just has organically spread throughout. And, and it's not simply a blessing to our men, it, it's a blessing for the church as well, because that's what each of us are called to do. And it's something that we model in our own lives. Like I, I personally have a mentor that I have breakfast with every other 
Friday simply for the accountability, the encouragement to pray for me, to let him know what's going on in my marriage and in my family and yes. in my life. And uh, I, I think that, that that's vital for all of us. Well, and you know, sometimes we think we're in this alone. And when you start, when you have a mentor, uh, as you talk to your mentor, you find out that everything is, they could be going through the same thing. And there's some just some good wisdom that comes through a mentor. And being plugged into the church, the church is key in regards to continuation of our men, and I think of our ladies too, continuing their walk with Christ. So let me give you an example of that. Uh, we had a gentleman who had went through the program. He had built a relationship through his church. Uh, he left here, and he relapsed. And uh, because of the relationship that he had built with his mentor, his mentor would go over and bang on his door every day and tell him, hey, man, I know what's going on. I know, I know you struggled. I know you've fallen. But, hey, let's, let's get up and let's walk this, walk this thing out. Uh, and he did. He did. He got up. He got repented of that. He got connected back with his local church. And, and now he's back in college getting ready to graduate with a social worker's degree yeah. because of those types of relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I use it in my own life, you know, having had some guys that I was able to come alongside of. Um, when my, For those who don't know, I lost my first wife to cancer. And... Uh, mm-hmm. When she got sick, it was some former residents who really were able to come alongside me during that time. And so I have one guy who would come over. Uh, he would go down and he would mow his church's grass, which was about three blocks from my house. And then he would just come up and mow my yard. Uh, and another one of the guys that I had built relationship with, uh, his daughter had become my babysitter uh, for for watching my kids and, and things uh, while we were doing various appointments and stuff. And so... To be able to see how those relationships go, uh, I remember we used to have a uh, a worker here at the mission named Carlito. Yes. And Carlito had went through the program. As a matter of fact, Carlito is one of the only guys that uh, another staff member asked me, what are you doing? Because <laughs> they just couldn't see yes. Carlito. But uh Carlito went through the program. I love Carlito. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlito was a gifted musician. Yes, he was. And it was one of the opportunities I got to tell Carlito, here it was, I get to lead you to the Lord. I got to baptize Carlito, got to disciple Carlito. I said, and yet on Sunday mornings, you get to lead me in worship. And I said, how cool is that? Yes. You know, and that's just, you know, you, you, you want those relationships. You want men to, a lot of times... For myself, at 26 years old, all of my relationships were use-use relationships. It it either benefited me or benefited someone else or something. And so when I become a believer, the Lord put several men in my life who wanted absolutely nothing from me but simply to see me grow and thrive in my relationship with Christ. And that's good mentorship. That's very good mentorship. And, you know, as you talk about the mentorship, you mentioned this earlier, Jason, four men baptized here just within the last month, month and a half. That's a praise. Absolutely, that's a praise. And that, Absolutely. And that tells me that as the gospel and the discipleship 
And it's not that we're forcing it down individuals. It's we are sharing it. And you know this as well as I. It's a choice, really, whether they take it or not. It, it's so cool because one of those guys, you know, you know I tell people all the time, there's, there's two things in life that I know relatively well, the Bible and men. Uh, and, you know, when you're in this ministry for so long, you can kind of get a feel for how you think somebody is going to do on a program like ours and stuff. Uh, and one of the guys who is now an intern with us uh, and was recently baptized, I thought he would be here for maybe a week. And, and you can't help but say, I absolutely love it when I'm wrong. Yes. I absolutely love it when I'm wrong. Yes. Um, from whether that be a, a, a Carlito or this other gentleman or whatever it happens to be, you can't help but go, I love it when God intervenes into a guy's life. And, and, and this gentleman has a, a hunger for God. You yes. know, and, and so it's really exciting to to watch that as well. It's wonderful when the Lord proves us wrong. Uh, you know, you you know. I know you brought up Carlito. I know he's uh, passed away. He's in the Lord's presence now. But I do remember uh, when he came over to the program. People were asking, "He's not going to make it." And he was one of those that God just grabbed. And totally changed his life. And uh, he was very gifted in, in music, in his instruments, and he, he was a blessing. He worked here at the mission. Yeah, uh, he was a he was a true blessing to the Haven Arrest Ministries. You, you know what? It's it's interesting because culturally we like to define things as who or what is successful. That's right. You know, and and in, in our Christian walk, that's that's not necessarily the case. You know, it's it's not uncommon for a man to I uh, need to come onto the program for a number of times. You know, I, I can think of one gentleman that I've had on here. He was here for a week, left, here for two weeks, left, here for three, you know. Uh, but then he ultimately ended up staying here, interning for us, uh, and is doing well today, you know. But it takes, sometimes it takes multiple attempts at us to do that in our walk with Christ. And, and daily we know that. That's why we daily we need that forgiveness of sin. Daily we need that repentance. Daily we need to be feeding on the Word of God and walking with Him. And, and it's so encouraging uh, to be able to see men's lives just radically transformed. Well, you know, Jason, uh, this is why I like to have you on, because we could talk for really a couple programs, just because we're just really scratching the surface here. And even though we're just about out of time here, uh, we're going to have you back on. Uh, I, I, I can assure you that and talk a little bit more about a lot of the other things. I want to talk maybe in the future here a little bit more about the Conqueror name as you guys are looking to change the, the resident men's program to that name. It, it gives it really an identity, really. I like that. And uh, But as we close here, I want to ask, how can our listeners pray for you Uh today and uh, in the weeks to come. Sure. Uh, sp specifically for me, uh, I have six children, <laughs> and uh, this COVID has been stressful for everyone, and, and even more so uh, now teaching one to drive. <laughs> so uh, that's a prayer. Uh, <laughs> I just, understand that, just, Jason. <laughs> just, for, just for school and relationships, that yes. they can continue to be around their peers and things, because I think that, that, that that's vital for them. Uh, and organizationally here, I would say that uh, we need prayer for those who are wrestling with addiction yes. because uh, our numbers are low right now. Uh, and I think there's a multitude of factors for some of that. Um, 
but I know that addiction hasn't went anywhere. That's so I know that there's a lot of people out there who are who are suffering and in need of hope and help, uh, and just pray that God would open doors for them to be able to receive some of that hope and help that help that we even have to offer here. Well, you know, this COVID seems like it put a freeze on almost everything. Yes. People kind of stopped in their tracks. Mm -hmm. But we do know addiction is still happening out there. Yeah, and even more so now, we've kind of transitioned away from uh, the opiates and the heroin and things that had been uh, really what has made news nationally for the last several years. Uh, And now, unfortunately, we're seeing a resurgence of the meth and Mm -hmm. the methamphetamines and uh, the, the, the effects of that mentally emotionally spiritually for people is a deep deep state of concern uh for their brokenness as well and just really praying that uh the lord will open the doors for us to to be able to come alongside some of those individuals well you know jason always a privilege to have you on here this morning thank you for being a part of the haven arrest it's always a testimony to me as i look at you and seeing what the lord has done and brought you through in, in life And uh, you're just a blessing to the Haven Arrest. Thank you. It's a blessing to be here.